Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. All right, so have you ever heard of a king cone? Why, John? Why would you ask about it? Well, because I was talking to a friend of ours. He's a listener to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm getting a king cone. And I'm like, what's a king cone? And then he described it to me. I'm like, do you mean a drumstick? And he was like, no, king cone. And then I looked it up. And in like a king cone, I guess, is an off-brand drumstick. No, it's not an off-brand drumstick. It is a good humor drumstick. It's not off-brand. It's good humor. Yeah. I'd like to point out that uh, in the in the doc, you put a poor man's drumstick, perhaps. Uh, that so, is the fr- did you not have a childhood? Did you not go to the ice cream truck? I got drumsticks. You got what kind you, of bougie ass ice cream truck did you have? The good one, apparently. Not good here. Not at all. King cones are a staple of the kind. I was uh, I was talking to Jake, and Jake didn't know what it was either. I'm throwing him under the bus. Wow. They must have some well, bougie ice cream trucks. All right. What do you got? What do you mean? What's your drunk sober thought? Well, I got plenty. Okay. Do you guys think you can go vegetarian? No. How long? Lifetime? Month? month week? Month? I I think vegetarian, not vegan, right? Vegetarian? Not vegan. I th- I think I could do it. Do you like fish? No. Is that okay. vegetarian? Fish is pescatarian. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> like you can have eggs, you can have milk. Yeah. So Eggs, milk, cheese, dairy. Yeah, vegan is straight, no animal products. Yeah, I could definitely not. Do I vegan. couldn't do vegan. That's I that's think a lot. I think I could do vegetarian. I could do vegetarian. Most I could definitely do pescatarian. I could not do. Uh, it, honestly, I, I like fish. It's one in the same. I just wouldn't eat fish. I don't mm-hmm. think I could do either. John, the other he's a pescatarian. Stop talking about yourself in the third person. No, no, no. The other very host that hasn't been here in like a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, John. Also, you got a bunch. What do you have? Got? You, have you guys noticed? That Amazon has acquired a new commercial. Wait, what do you mean? Like I see on like the Snapchat and stuff, mm-hmm. they have a new commercial where it's like there's a person like who is parachuting and then they're stuck in the tree and they're looking at their phone. And they're like, That's a low price. I haven't seen this commercial. Have you seen this? Commercial? No, yeah. Not. And then there's like another he's like on a server. Like, Whoa, that's a low price. <laughs> they're ripping off the Staples commercial. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Like, wow. It's a good com- those are good commercials. Classic. Yeah, but I don't and think, a low price. I don't think Staples originated. That's a low price. Yeah, but like that's all they're saying in the commercial. It's not like they're doing like a full thing. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that, that's a low price. It's like, no, it was just that's a low price. Moving on. OK. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I'm just th- upset about it. That makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you know what makes me uncomfortable? What? Unnecessary sex scenes in TV shows and movies. Why? Like, I'm not talking about like ones where they display like they're having a sex scene and like maybe like the the person gets up and it shows like he's impotent or whatever. You know what I mean? Like maybe Mm -hmm. it it adds to the story. I'm talking about just unnecessary sex scenes where they're just having sex and then they stop and then they have a conversation after. And it's like, now we're talking. And it's like, why did I have to see a sex scene? Like, you could have just been laying in bed. Like, I understand what's happening here. Yeah, it just makes me uncomfortable. John, th- that's a reflection of real life. Do you think you would be around today if everything had to have a meaningful sex scene? No. Get drunk at the bar, come back home, and then eat a bunch of, like, food in the kitchen, bang it out, go to sleep. That was uh, really specific. Jason, how do you feel like about sex scenes on like TV shows and stuff? I mean, they're fine. Like, it's obviously there for a reason. So they just, it just, but why, but like, you're not going, like, 
do you hate them like when like you're watching TV with your parents and like a sex game? Well, that on? too. That always makes it super uncomfortable. John, it's natural. Mm. How do you think you were born? Really think about it. The stork, right? The the, the bird brought brought you. It it wasn't in the, the basket. I have a bad I have bad news for you, John. It wasn't the stork. It was another bird. Uh, no, but some eggs were <laughs> fertilized. <laughs> no, I, no, I get you. I know. I'm just saying like, hey, I, do you know, I, I, I explain it, it further. I think it's just like, like people like to do it for some reason. And I'm like, I would much rather see like more of the story. Like, I don't want to see this weird sex scene. You know what I mean? Like I, I can understand when like, like superheroes are like having like, and they're showing like, oh, they can be rough with one another. Oh, they're together. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but like, it just, it's. I don't know. I was watching Jupiter's Legacy and they had like unnecessary sex scenes in it. Wow. Spoiler. Jeez. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. You haven't gotten there. Okay. Are they tasteful? No. Are they like aggressive? I'll, I'll be the judge. I describe. So there's like th- three that come to mind. There's one where like two of the superheroes get together and it's like, okay, we can be to get like, we can be forceful with one another. And then there's one where that like, and a character is shown to be like distracted. So he like leaves midway. And then there's another character. And then there's just one that's just unnecessary. I'm like, what's the third one for? Like, the third one is like, we're just filming sex scenes now. Yeah. What do you think Game of Thrones was? Game of Thrones was a lot of sex scenes. And a lot of penis. Yeah. A lot of incest. I'm just saying. That's my thought. I think it's a natural thing. I'm not saying it's not natural. I'm just saying I don't have to see it all the time. Yeah, you do. This is America. (laughs) You see sex Sex everywhere. baby. Oh, yeah. What's, uh... What's this one you got, Justin? Oh, the top one? Yeah. Um, I had a thought one day. <clears throat> are old, vengeful white men, mostly thinking about like people mm. in politics who are just aggressively negative towards people of lower class? Yeah. Are they just all uptight and hostile because they weren't allowed to have a proper teenage emo phase? Well, I mean, emo phases relatively new thing right so yeah but at the same time if i know what you're trying to say like they get to vent and we'll put it this way they like the people up there their entire lives for the most part were easy sailing they never had to worry they could work a part-time job and survive like they never had to go through hardship and shit i mean i think they went through hardship but not that much you think the people okay politicians most of them are rich yeah Yeah, like When you're in the upper crust, you're vengeful towards the poor people because they got to properly go through that like nice emo phase. Okay. When they hear the song Teenagers by uh was that My Chemical Romance? Yeah, they they don't feel anything. They're just like, okay, what is this noise and nonsense? I would argue they never feel anything anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I'll agree with you. I think uh probably having like a an outgoing phase as a child is beneficial for your adulthood. You know what I mean? Like, well, what? It's not a phase, John. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> this is me. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with you. Jason, do you have anything? No, I don't have anything to add. What was your favorite emo song when you were younger, Jason? Mm, that's a tough one. Classics. John? I didn't have an emo phase, so here comes politics. I'm oh, running, God. baby. I'll go with uh, Black Parade. Based on your uh, your calling of the the King Cone as the poor man's drumstick, it's obvious you didn't yeah, go through I'm, an emo phase. I'm uh, I'm an elitist now. Mm-hmm. I'm, 
save me a seat in the Senate or the House, which, whichever one I'll take it. Yeah, I think you can get both at this but rate. I have all of them at the same time. I'm like Thanos when he collects the infinity, infinity stones. You're president, vice president, and secretary of state. They're like, this is illegal, but we allowed it because he didn't have an emo face. <laughs> He's too unhurt. No, but I have like all that emo music on my phone now. So I'm kind of I'm not like going through, but like you're going through late stage teenage emo. Like when I'm just cruising down the street, you know what I mean? Like I love to just throw like that kind of music on it. Because it harkens back to a time when you actually felt something. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) okay. Well, so did you guys see what happened to Dogecoin? Oh, wait, actually, why don't you tell us what you're doing this weekend, Justin? Ah, yes. So I... And participating in a charity D&D event. Cool. So Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. For those people that think drumsticks are better than King Cones. Yes, yes. And it will be on this Sunday, which is May 16th at 2 p.m. till 5 p.m. Cool. Uh, we will post a link probably on something, some of our social media of where you can watch the stream. It's free to watch. It's for charity. If you want to donate, do something like that. Yeah, it's for a good cause. That's cool. You can have charity. I do not know which charity because I was I joined last minute, but uh, tune in to find out which one. I will be playing a monk half elf monk named Shaloub. I know all those terms and what they mean. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you win at the Dungeons. You don't win at Dungeons and Dragons, right? You just complete the quest. Uh, Yes. Tell me more about just don't die. Yeah, I don't die. Don't die. Yeah. I, I might die. So my character, mm. he's got he's all charisma, all dexterity, no intelligence. Why'd you put yourself in the game? There you go. Is he also a germaphobe? No. No. Oh, shocking. Very surprising. Ah. Very surprising. <laughs> no, wrong monk. Uh, no, but the, I've decided to go with the backstory mm-hmm. because he's a half elf. Half human. Okay. Wood, uh, half wood elf. So my whole story is that he was just disbanded or dis, uh, disavowed by both his mm-hmm. elven heritage and his human heritage. So he had nothing going for him. So he was taken in by this monastery. Okay. He became a monk. However, he got kicked out of the monastery because of a drinking problem, which is where he gets his fighting style of the way of the drunken fist. So you fuse yourself with Jason's character in real life? Also, it's a pirate. <laughs> wow, I w- I'm interested where you got the inspiration for a pirate. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, cool. Or the Caribbean. Oh, so How do you say on Jack Sparrow? No, just Johnny Depp's in regular life. Oh, okay. Oh, so your your character has a ton of bracelets for no reason. Yeah. That's going to weigh you down. You're not going to be able to complete your quest. No, no. It makes my punches harder because there's so much weight. No, you just, you're falling behind on all the characters and like you have to take off bracelets and you're like, absolutely not. Never. I'm going to do a stealth roll. <laughs> but yeah, tune in May 16th, two o'clock in the afternoon and we'll send the link to you guys. Cool. So... Did you guys see what happened with Dogecoin this this past weekend? Everyone's it's the rage, you know. It's the, the, that's Doge. the that's the meme coin. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. a meme. A so, uh, Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live. He's, I guess, the Doge father. He's he's big into this Dogecoin, right? He did announce he's going to be sending a rocket to the moon exclusively on Dogecoin, but. Uh, a lot of people before his appearance, Dogecoin was going up, up in value. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you bought in early. You probably could have made a lot of money if you sold at the right time. Yeah. And then after his appearance, he it lost a lot of money, uh, apparently because he had a skit joke where 
he was like, yeah, it's based on nothing. It's, 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 it's dumb. <laughs> not surprised because so, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting with cryptocurrency and not everyone really understanding what's happening. Mm. Well, it's important to listen to somebody like Elon Musk because he's somebody who knows how to make a fortune. Like he did the smart thing when it comes to his money. Made other people do stuff for him? No, he was born in uh, born into a South African emerald uh, owner, emerald mine owner. Is he really? Yeah, that's where his family got his wealth. That's where he got his wealth. And then, like, he did eventually make PayPal and sell that. But he was born into emerald money. Cool. That's yeah. So listen to what he has to say about money. Yeah, be born into stuff. If I if I just had a shit ton of money, I would just fall into more money. Like it it doesn't seem that hard once you get to a certain point. Uh, there's a lot of successful people that are just born into money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh ridiculous. But yeah, Dogecoin, um, Bitcoin seems a little more solidified as an actual alternative currency. Mm-hmm. Dogecoin was literally made as a joke. So yeah. I'm curious to see where it goes. It'd be it will be interesting. Like. You know what I mean? Because it's hovering right around, I think, three, four, five cents right now. I thought it shot up to 70. It shot to 40 cents as of today. Oh, 40 cents. Sorry. It's in the 40 somewhere. 40s. I keep saying four because of the four, but um, it's going to be it was close to a dollar at one point. A dollar because there's a dollar. 77 cents. 70 some odd cents. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, we're going to get it to a dollar by tonight. And then it just instantly dropped. Did you guys invest? I did. How much? How much? May we ask how much? Yeah, how many um, shares you uh, bought at what price? I threw five hundred dollars in, mm-hmm. and I it, it that's when it's just before it started going up. So how many coins did you get? Or like, do, what was the price per coin? Uh, I forget what the share was. At. I think it was like forty cents. So with it dropping back down, are you still in the plus? Or? I think I still am in the plus. I still technically bought it at the the rate that it. I mean, we don't have to brag about. No, we have. I'm just curious. Curious how this went. Oh, no. Right now, as of right now, I'm down $7. Oh, well, that's still not bad. Dude, with that type of thing, you might be buying King Cones right now. <laughs> I can't afford the drumsticks anymore. I mean, like, but with the announcement that he's going to be sending a rocket to the moon. Could you imagine being so rich you could just make a meme? Because, like, the whole do thing to, is. Do I have to mention that he was a, an emerald mine heir? Oh, yeah, true. But I mean, like the whole saying is like to the moon, right? Like we're going to make this this skyrocket and then everyone's going to be rich. Well, skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. I beat Jason to it. He was about to say. <laughs> I'm just glad you were able to finish the lyric. You're welcome. Um, but like it is interesting. He's just kind of. Do you think it will shoot up in value after when that happens? Or I don't I just want him to stop to focus on getting the Teslas down to about twenty three grand so, so I can get one. OK. Like, I'm sick of this shit. I want an electric car. That's fair. Well, you want to know who else wasted money? Who? Japan. They bought, so they had $230,000 of uh, COVID relief money. Mm-hmm. You just spent on a giant squid statue. Why? The, like no a good ki- reason. Like, like kaiju size? Or? No. It's like a just, it's like a, it's like if this camper, you know what I mean? Like, yes. It's point the size point of the to ca- the things that nobody here can see. In the see. audio pod- podcast, picture a camper. It's the size of like this, this size. And it's just a squid statue. All right. Say no more. I think it's money well spent. You have I to, mean, you have to protect the arts. I, I don't know how much that went to like, you know, artists or construction workers or whatnot, but I don't think it. Uh, it's 43 feet. 43 feet. Damn. <laughs> it's about 43 feet, right? I don't know. Map it out. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
cool. <laughs> I don't I don't know why they would do that, but like that seems stupid. Where where is it in Japan? I don't even know where it is. It's part of it's part of the plan to get tourists back to the city with a giant squid. Hey, who the fuck doesn't want to go see a giant squid statue? I'll be honest, I kind of want to go see it. Exactly. I'm not going to look up not a picture. I'm just going to go to it. Well, it's fucking dope looking. I'm staring at it right now. <laughs> what, uh, what is it like uh, gold or? No, it's very um, is it purple. I would say squidish. Um, I don't know the words I want to use. Orange. Very true. You use a squid word. Very true to what a squid looks like. Oh, it's like very realistic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Realistic. Thank you. That was a hard word for me to get. Nice. It doesn't. It's just a squid, though, right? Like it's not like swallowing a boat or anything. No, it's just. What are the tentacles doing? Because I know that how uh, they have that stuff over there. Just, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just flailing about this one. Mm. See, it'd be cool if it was like capturing the boat. It's in the port of. Or if it no was tool. like unnecessary sex scene with the tentacles. John knows. I would never go and see it then. I don't like it. <laughs> Justin, you owe me and Jason five dollars. How do I owe you five dollars? So the space rocket that we talked about last week. Yeah. It re-entered the atmosphere. Most of it burned up, but the remaining pieces did land in the uh, Indian Ocean by the Maldives. But how do I owe you both money? Because you said five dollars that it would land on land. Jason said five dollars that it would burn up in the atmosphere, which technically it did. And I said five dollars that it would land in the ocean, which it did. But if part of it landed in the ocean, then I only know one of you. But if majority, so this goes with um, mm. with the the ship of uh, Icarus or whatever. No, you're just unnecessarily attaching this. But so, so if majority of it burned up in the atmosphere or burned up as it came down, then technically I owe Binder or Jason the the money because it's majority. It's majority rules. But I didn't say majority of it would land in the ocean. I said that it would land in the in the water, which it did because it's pieces that hit the water or hit the earth, hit the water. So technically, I'm still right. Well, technically, you both are right. Yeah. That's so what, in a situation, I said both in a of situa- us are five dollars. But you also did not say that part of it would burn up in the atmosphere. So you are technically wrong in the whole grand scheme of the. Yeah, the but bet. Jason also didn't say that part of it. it the- exactly. So I don't owe either of you anything. I think Jason right here is just both five dollars. I I don't agree no. with that. Jason doesn't even. Jason will cut off his face. Dude, to Jason has face. never seen a king cone in his life. This man is balling. <laughs> All the drumstick money. So did you see the um the pipeline that got hacked? No, but apparently this pipeline got hacked. Yeah, so there's a pipeline that runs down the east coast of the United States and it supplies most of the oil, or not most of the oil, but it supplies oil to a lot of people. And this hacker group known as hold on, I got the name right here. Oil hacker. Ransomware. They hacked into like the oil companies like servers and they had to voluntarily shut off the pipeline because they weren't sure how much information this hacker group got Mm -hmm. and apparently they want money and i was at first when i heard this story i was like oh they're eco terrorists like they're trying to shut down oil no they just want money they're gonna get on the news it's like we have proof that oil causes global warming and everyone's like yeah no shit (laughs) that's that's crazy though right like Mm -hmm. that we so Biden has to like improve the cybersecurity of this country because you're talking about a resource. Like imagine if it was water. Wait, wait, who owns the pipeline? Oh, I didn't even look into it's a private corporation. Oh, then they gotta do their own shit. Yeah, but welcome I, to America. But I mean you're also talking colonial pipeline. Thank you. Um hmm. but you're also talking about like it's a na- it's a resource that supplies energy for the country. You know what I mean? Shouldn't be. We could debate that. In, Let's yeah. renew some shit. 
Yeah, I because when I first heard this, I was like, oh, cool. They're going to be demand that more money goes into green energy or what what have you. But mm. no, they were just like, just give us money and then we'll donate some of it to charity. And then the charities were Good like, on them. well, charities were like, no, we don't want this money. Would you take the money if you were a charity? Well, like, what am I? What am I charitizing? Like, let's just say hypothetically a million dollars landed in your bank account and you know, if you don't, if you don't know where it's from, then you're like, all right, you're like this mad sketchy, but I'm just going to take this. Yeah. It's a lot of, you know, sick kids. If you're a sick kid charity or yeah, a lot of other charities, whatever they do. I mean, if you're, if you're doing a good cause and (laughs) Well, I mean, it, there is a morality thing here. It's like if it came from like murdering thousands of people, it's like, yeah, maybe this isn't a good. I mean, you could make the argument. Let's just say hypothetically that this oil pipeline shutdown caught, allowed the like, let's say hypothetically the energy shutdown caused hospitals to lose <clears throat> power and, you know, a lot of people lose their lives like. And then they paid to get it back online and a bunch <clears throat> of people died. That's it's not good money to have. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, but like, what if it's going to like help pe- more people? And then also like, it, it's a really tough to sc- like, if I was running the charity, I don't know if I would ask too many questions. Yeah. I wanted like, you, you take the money that comes in and then you, if you're a good charity, like, yeah, like, I mean, you will, if you're a good charity because good people are, they have empathy. Moral. Yeah. <laughs> good. I would, I mean, I would just look at it and be like, listen, they, they did the thing. I'm not responsible for this thing, but I, with this money, I can help more people. So I might as well. Yeah. Like it, it's, you can't just return it to them and have the, the bad guys have the, yeah. Money. And they're going to build a giant satellite death ray or something. But I mean, it would, there would be a lot of, I'm sure the American public would hate that. Like imagine like hypothetically here, shit. like imagine if like a world war broke out. So we took a bunch of Nazi scientists, gave them exemption on their war crimes <laughs> on a, on a whole group of people. And we're just like, Hey, make us weapons to fight Russians. <laughs> that wouldn't be cool. Right. Right. No, they didn't build weapon. Oh yeah, they did. Yep. Never mind. How do you think we got to the moon? Yeah. Nazis. No, no, I know NASA. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Jason, would you give the money back if you were a charity? no okay that was a very unsure no the ends justify the means usa (laughs) we're gonna stay friends forever though right jason i plead the fifth i was really unnecessary i'm on his side (laughs) okay well now i feel that now i know how james franco feels actually i don't know how james franco feels you better not feel how james franco feels yeah so seth rogan and james franco will no longer be working together this goes back to because james franco has a ton of sexual assaults uh a lot of allegations against him about his personal character and seth rogan is basically like i can't associate with this person anymore. but it did say like i'm not gonna work with them i don't know how that friendship works out like are they still friends they probably are secretly well it depends how much how good of friends they were to start out with they seem very close i'm curious because like i'm sure a lot of like actors who like come up with each other like hmm. their friends at first and then they become more business partners i'm curious how much that friendship kind of keeps intact do you think this is um a good deal because it like a friendship like they're tight like Mm. i I know you're curious about it but let's just assume they're best friends right like they're they're super tight like they they have paintings of each other in each other's houses like that movie this is the end or whatever yeah um do you think this is good on Seth Rogen for taking toxic people out of his life and now no longer working with them or too little too late 
he may have known what was going on. And now that it's in the public, he's cutting ties to save face. Well, we never know what the real answer is going to be. Okay. But so kudos to him. I mean, either way, him, even if he's doing it too late in a public manner, mm-hmm. it still shows that like, we're not going to deal with this shit. Okay. Like, yeah, if you're going to be, if you're going to have like credible allegations, allegations about that, then you I, should not be getting more work. I apparently don't need any allegations against me for Jason just to cut ties. He was just ready. He was like, I'll, I'll just. Yeah, right it's now. only Jason. Then you ju- too, Justin. You're welcome. This podcast is falling apart like the Joe Bud- Budden, po- Joe Budden podcast and uh, the, another Are one. you OK? Yeah. You, know, okay. Do you know who Joe Budden is? No, I think, lot, I think you were talking about Joe I Biden. Even, I didn't badly. Even prepare this for the um, the podcast, but basically his podcast is kind of falling apart. There's a whole lot of rumors and stuff, but you know, I don't even know who you're talking about. He's a he's a former rapper and now he does podcasting. Why does everyone do pod, everyone get off of podcasting? Yeah, well, we are. They're slowly dying and we're going to rise. We're going to take their place. We're going to take the Joe Budden podcast place. And then they talk exclusively rap. Aren't we all slowly dying? In this endless void that we call life. Not fast enough. Oh, that got very bleak very quickly. Well, yeah. I'm going to raise your spirits right now. You can't. I'm already thinking about the Young and the Hopeless album. Wait, hold on. Do you want to make a bet that I, I will, won't raise your spirits right now? Guarantee. You guaranteed you won't guaranteed. be excited after this. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be a really shitty person if you're not excited about this. Because Amy Bakerset, she is the first person with Down syndrome to complete in a national collegiate athletic championship. She completed in a golf tournament. So compete, compete, compete. Say it with me, John. Yeah, compete. but I said completed. I I was no, you said so complete. I was really excited to hear this news, yeah, but I then see. I heard you talking about it in badly. So that's what ruined it for me. Hold on, Jason. I'm all for this this uh, girl, woman, college. Yeah, woman. She goes to Paradise Valley Community College. Good on her. Yeah, she was super excited. Um, What'd she shoot? Oh, I didn't get the score. I she did not win. Hey, but still, she competed. I um, never won anything I did in collegiate sports. Me neither. I didn't compete in collegiate sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's really cool, right? Like that's. I mean, you know. This goes back to a lot of the conversations where I talk like I actually I got I got very emotional. I, I didn't get very emotional. I almost got very I got almost got emotional listening to this story early in the morning because mm-hmm. like this is the kind of stuff that I love about sports is like these really good stories where people feel included. And unless and, you're transgender in a high school nowadays. Well, that I mean, that goes back to our conversations about mm. transgender athletes. Let them play. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're pretty much especially like listening to this. Like, I think a lot of people just want to participate and mm-hmm. feel included and like it's awesome that sports can do that you know what i mean and so that that's really cool they should like sports should be like free like oh. for kids like everywhere oh so you're saying like it's not uh based on the parents th- upon the parents like wealth like yeah like like mind. you should be able to like if you want to do a sport it there should be like more program i would be cool with like the government subsidizing like programs for kids to play sports the um, amount of shit that I did and learned just like and being active. You know, what? I'm not against you on that. That's that's a really good hot take. You know, what I mean? yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. That's fair. Hot take. Government subsidized sports. I don't I don't know how they would do it, but yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. And like there could be problems uh, like the issues could arise where like people can't get rides to places like I'm cool with that being encompassed in the situations. Like, yeah, like have a bus mm. system going for even for like after school programs and stuff like that. Okay. Fund more into that. 
I'll stop buying drumsticks and start buying king cones if that's the case. Sure you will. <laughs> okay. Well, so DK Metcalf, I guess he's going for the Olympics. Jason, do you want to talk about this? Because I know this is your story you want to talk about. I mean, he just ran in the Golden Games this past weekend. What was it? Was it ninth place out of 10? Or was it? It was ninth place out of the heat and 15th out of 17th overall. Okay. So, I mean, still better than that's still two. He beat two racers that have been training their whole time for this. Yeah. And uh, for the audience at home, DK Metcalf is a wide receiver for the the Saints. Seattle Seattle Supersonics. Seattle Seahawks. Seattle. You named so many different sports teams. Yeah, he's a wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he? He's 6'5", 2-something? 30. Like? Uh, 6'3", 2'30", I think. They oh, said. 6'3". I do not know wide receiver's heights because I thought A.J. Brown was 6'5", the other day, too, and he's 5'9". Or five oh, ten. sorry, 6'4". 6'4", 2'30". Oh, he's 6'4"? Yeah, 6'4". Yeah, it, it was wild watching the video because... You, you, you see, like, your, your typical runners, like, mm. sprinters are always a little more built. But they all look like distance runners in this heat, in this heat, yeah, just they, from this massive human being. They kind of look like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't have very much muscle on them. It, compared to them. I yeah, mean, these yeah. dudes are all ripped out of their mind because they're pro runners. Well, they got huge legs. Well, they have huge upper body. Sprinters are just big everywhere. Okay. You just need muscle to pump your arms too. Oh, okay. And like, True. but <laughs> this guy has what? Like 30 pounds on every single one there? Nah, at least 50 to 60, I would say. No, probably Probably 30 on the other next biggest guy there. Yeah. You think at, so? At least. Well, the next biggest guy. There were some skinnier dudes, but like he has at least 30 pounds on the next biggest okay, guy. Okay. So you're saying, okay. I was going to say, which like, that's killed. That killed him at the end because he had a great start. He was with the pack. He was just weighed down. Yeah. If, if he didn't have football, he could lose 30 pounds and mm. compete. Yeah. I could see him going sub 10 if he, if he dropped 30. I don't think so. He's really? not even like the fastest wide receiver in the league, though. That's the crazy oh, get, part. get Tyree Kill out there. Tyree Kill would be crazy. I mean, Marquise Goodwin competes in the uh, he'd be good at Olympics. It. Do you think he'd win? Yeah, but nah. Marquise Goodwin does not sprint. He long jumps. He does long jump, right? He doesn't. Um, but didn't he try to do sprinting at one point? I may be no, misremembering so. now. He's he's a long jumper. Okay. You know, you know it'd be a fun like uh, game show, which we could probably get Usain Bolt in on this. You do a track meet. Of other professional athletes. That would be cool. That'd be fun to watch. Like you could either do it as intertwined different sports. Or do like one episode mm-hmm. of just like baseball. That's fair. And then do like do football, do I soccer. Think, I think there's also something to be said. I mean, DK Metcalf being a popular football athlete mm-hmm. probably drums up interest for track. So probably not. You don't think so? No. I mean, no, it's very upsetting if it does, yeah. though. It, it's upsetting if it does. Yeah, because it he, it shouldn't need to. Yeah, it, track is exciting in itself. Uh, it's I, not as flashy, but it's also like you're watching a human. You're watching a man run a nine second hundred meter. That's mm. phenomenal. Yeah, but I think we have greater appreciation. I mean, you guys were college athletes and I was a high school athlete. You know what I mean? Like we have a greater appreciation just doing the sport. So mm-hmm. we understand what goes into it. But I under but I like I play frisbee a lot like i know it's a really dorky thing to say but like watching on tv sometimes i'm like oh i understand and i appreciate it a little bit more than the average person you know what i mean so i wonder if that also goes into it it's like it's a little bit of a biased opinion true i'm the same way when i watch bowling because i was a bowling champ back in the day oh god you're talking about like when you're 10 yeah were you a bowling champ at 10 i don't want to talk about the dark memories right now (laughs) my king cone days instead of my drumstick days 
God, you're just rubbing it in our faces that we were poor. <laughs> so just for fun measurements, DK ran a 10.36, you know, 10 sec, 10.36 seconds. Yeah. Very, very quick. Honestly, did not expect him to run that. Mm-hmm. He impressed me. The guy that won it ran a 9.96. Ooh, so very, it's. No, John, that's no, not very close. I know close. it's very that's, far that's, away, that's, yeah, but like far. it's, I think it's a lot closer than people or it's a lot farther than people realize, but mm-hmm. it sounds yes. so much closer. Like, and especially when you're talking about the guy who probably won it, he probably weighed nothing mm-hmm. compared to DK. And Metcalf. trained his whole life for this. Exactly. So it's who's the guy that won it? Uh, Craven Gillespie. Oh, okay. You know who that is? It sounds familiar. I remember it from the, the meet. Well, if we want to uh, see everyone else I've looked up has their like height and weight, but he does not. <laughs> the one dude. Yeah, of course, the one dude that won it doesn't have his height and weight. Well, there's not just athletes that are doing crossover. There's also rappers because J. Cole is going to be competing in the African uh, Basketball League for the Rwandan team, which is pretty cool. For the Rwandan Patriots. Yes. Nice. Yeah. He's he's good. Will he be the Rwandan Tom Brady? I think he's going to be the Rwandan Steph Curry. Maybe Clay Thompson. Those two didn't play on the Patriots. Oh, yeah. I get what you're trying to say now. Okay. Yeah. You're, You're going with... Patriots isn't yeah. New England Patriots, and I'm going with an actual basketball player. That's an apt comparison. I, I think the word Patriots is an apt comparison, okay, Jonathan. That's fair. Jason, what do you think about that? J. Cole competing in a basketball league? That'll be interesting and fun to watch. He was one of like the rappers that I remember like people were talking about, like he should play in a league or something because he's really, really good. Like he's a really good shooter and he plays all the time. So, yeah, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun to watch. I'm sure a lot of people will watch like on the TVs. But is he better than what Nelly was back in the day during NBA street? No, nah, no, never. It doesn't even come close. Nelly was filthy. In the NBA street? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, he was dirty. Let's take a beer break and talk about the beer that we're bringing today. It is Ninja versus Unicorn Double India Pale Ale. What do you guys think of it so far? I don't taste any ninja nor unicorn what do you know what a ninja and a unicorn tastes like i plead the fifth all right jason what do you think of it so far how many beer bad how many beer breaks would you give it how many unicorn horns out of katana i know so i kind of so a couple is three right wait what do ninja swords use no it's is a couple two no uh a few is three a couple is two right all right i give it some so some is four Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. Okay, I'm glad I cleared that up because I get confused with that too. I just wanted to double check. I'd like to point out that uh, I called it a katana. It's not a katana. A ninja sword is called a ninjato. Yeah, but he's using two hands, right? Uh, no, he, he, has, has, he has he has two dual swords. Oh, so that's ninjato. Yes, ninjato. A, a okay. katana is, I believe, the Japanese blade used by the samurai. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I like how the unicorn is using his mouth to block one sword and then his horn to block the other one. Hmm. Right. It's, it's it's similar to how like when you 69 because you're using your lower horn and also your mouth. <laughs> OK, well, uh, check out Pipeworks Brewing Company. They're the one who brought us this fine double India, India, India pale ale. It's pretty good. I, I'll give it a five. I mean, I don't know if I would buy it again. It's got cool artwork, though. That's why I bought it, because it's got the flashy. Artwork. I'll give it a seven two. Cool. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. 8%, so pretty good. All right, 
Let's get into it. So the Black Lives Matter apparel has been banned from the Olympics this year in Japan. How do you guys feel about that? It's not just that. It's all political stuff. Yeah, but I think uh, Black Lives Matter specifically was one of the ones named, right? Correct? I think when I read the article, the article is from America. That's why it's the first one in the only okay. one they talk so about. So it's trying to say like political things can't be. But it also said that those things are not excluded from being. You can still wear that apparel while you're on like doing a conference or something like that. But when you're going up to collect your medal or do anything for your country, you can't be wearing anything for political reasons. Right. So how do you guys feel about that? Um, yes, no, maybe. I so? think you should be allowed like people who uh, say athletes should just keep dribbling a ball or do keep doing this. Okay, I can understand that. They're on a national stage, or in this case, an international stage. Mm. They should be allowed to say whatever they want. They're the ones who are that that advanced in their field. They have a platform. They should if, if they choose to, they can use it. OK, let's uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate. So I'm going to push back against you and mm-hmm. don't take this as any personal reflection or anything like that. But there is something to be said about. Like just going up and getting your award and celebrating not only your accomplishments, but also the country that's allowed you to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. Kind of. So like, let's say hypothetically, you get a gold medal for sprinting or whatever Olympics is up this time. I don't know if it's skiing winter or whatever it is. It's summer. Is it summer? Mm -hmm. Okay. So whatever the summer one is, there's something to be said about just celebrating that moment. Right. And maybe not making a political statement in that in that time. Mm-hmm. And there's also something to be said about, especially let's just do Black Lives Matter, because that's something I think we all support here. And let's just say hypothetically, some an American athlete is wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt and they go up and there's a ton of third world countries that are watching this or competing in these events as well. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing America complain about problems in America. Maybe it hits a little too close to home for them. Maybe because they're like, why are, why is America complaining? They have so many stuff good. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. So say like a country like India, which could use a lot more vaccines, is seeing America's problems and being like, why should we care about that? Mm. Maybe because America is such a stronghold of the world. Well, (laughs) it's such like it's it's one of the most Mm. influential, if not the most influential country in the world. The athletes there, if they show they care about a cause, having support from around the world is important okay all the news all of the media and all most of the stuff coming out in the world today is american related okay it is such a central point so seeing what's going on in america seeing the discourse seeing all the the in inequality and all that on an international stage mm-hmm. gains support not only from in the country but also around Okay, so you gain more people. Okay, that's pretty fair. But can't you make that stance without having to wear the apparel as as well? Like you could be wearing the apparel. Like one of the most iconic scenes in Olympic history is when the Black Power Fist is raised. So what if they just stood up there and didn't raise the Black Power Fist, which was a symbol? No, no, no. I, I'm I'm not saying not to do that. I'm saying like they didn't have to wear a Black Lives Matter because team. they're the Black Lives Matter symbol. Is is the Black Lives Matter apparel is the symbol? Okay. If they just did the uh, the Black Power Fist, it wouldn't be as talked about. To, well, it it might still be, but mm. that's that was their equivalent of the apparel. Okay. Like it's a controversial thing. They got in trouble for that. Did they really? Yeah. Right, Jason. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Or yeah. Like they got 
reprimanded or some shit like that. Okay. Like they went against what the rules were to show what they believed in. Do you also think like if you're taking a stand for your issues Mm -hmm. and you don't really care what someone from another country may think of you, like, you know what I mean? Like you're standing up for the problems in your country. You might as well make a stand on the most powerful stage. Yes. Okay. And also think of it like this. You are representing your country. Mm. What is more impactful than representing your country while also pointing out something that you believe in about your country and trying to better your country for? Yes. Okay, that's fair. I just wanted to play, you know what I mean? Devil's Mm -hmm. advocate and try and toss it out there. Um, Here's something else I thought about. Like, do you also think it's something where. You know, what I mean, like how you know how like celebrities have very real problems they have to deal with. Mm hmm. But their their problems in comparison to maybe a person who lost their job or doesn't know how they're going to feed their family or something like that is minuscule. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I I go through this a lot when I have a problem. Mm -hmm. The. So I know my life is is pretty, pretty easy, pretty good. Like, I'm very grateful for everyone, friends, family, loved Mm -hmm. ones. And I recognize like I'll go I'll have like some like anxiety moments and like anxiety throughout time. And I, I always hark like it almost like double downs on myself. This is why I could see a lot of celebrities having a lot of anxiety problems because they're also very wealthy and very famous and all that. Mm. They could also take internalize their problems and be like, this doesn't really matter. Even if like they were born famous and all that. Okay. So, but just because it's not a problem for someone else doesn't mean it's not a problem for you. Mm-hmm. So for celebrities, mm. like, yes, they are way better off. And yes, they have the financial resource. Doesn't mean they're still it's, their problem doesn't matter to them. Yeah. But the reason I brought this comparison up is because you're right. Like those those problems are very serious. But like, I mean, like you wouldn't like a, maybe somebody wouldn't appreciate their celebrity just um I don't know what would the comparison be to the Olympics, like maybe going to like a, an award ceremony mm-hmm. or or at an event. Maybe maybe the the more appreciative is like we know this is a problem and you're talking on a podcast platform and you're talking about your problems and everyone's more appreciative of it and able to listen to it. You know what I mean? But like when you go do and do something like this and it's like we're just trying to take a break from it real quick. Do you think that matters? No, if if it's something you truly believe about or believe in, get as many people get in people's faces, get out there. Okay, I don't I don't disagree with you. I'm just throwing it. Go for it. I'm if you have the platform and you truly believe something, go for it. Okay, yeah, I agree. But I mean, I guess we can't really control anything with it because it's Japan setting the rules. So there's not it's not Japan. It's the IOC. Okay, not to be confused with the AOC. (laughs) She's a different person. But yeah, I mean, there's not much we can really do about it, but yeah, yeah, that was a good discussion. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. Let people speak their minds, whatever they believe in, they'll talk about. Yeah. And the the more we talk and communicate, the more we kind of understand one another. So that's cool. I don't know. I'm excited to watch the Olympics. So yeah, as much as the Olympics kind of fucks up wherever it is, because it's like the amount of money getting put into infrastructure and stuff that just gets like mostly left. Japan can handle it, though, which I get annoyed with because like. Because remember when it was in, well, we don't remember, but it was in L.A. at one point. Yeah. Like they could afford to do that. Yeah. Uh, Rio de Janeiro got fucked. 
Yeah. Like I feel like it's more with the World Cup than it is with the Olympics. It's 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 a bit of both. Just the no, amount of money pumped in. Jason's, I know the World Cup is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Jason's absolutely right because I think the World Cup is also incredibly corrupt with its what selection. FIFA. Yeah. No. No. With its selection process, right? Like, so they pay a lot of money to try and get this, and mm-hmm. they think it's going to bolster their country, and it just doesn't. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It, it's one of those situations where it. it I wish because remember how it it was it originated in Greece, mm-hmm. like. If there was like a central location, like where yeah, we all went there every single time. Yeah, that would be sick. Like every four, every four years you go to this one place. I would say also say like it is a world event. Like, yeah, I, I understand the appeal of having it moved around so more people can appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be it, cool. It's true. But also like it's hard because like you can't like just take over an island or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there are private islands, you can get like a. A conglomerate of all the countries to, and then have like a fight to the death on that island. Oh wait, that's no, something else. Yeah, it's UFC. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I would, I would like Olympic Island. That would okay. be awesome. Well, I mean, like having it in Japan gives you two reasons to go to Japan: that giant squid and the Olympics. <laughs> so, you want to know the cost of the Olympics this year? Oh God, I don't even want to know it to be honest. Mario's uh, not in it, right? Well, Mario's not in it. What about Sonic? It's uh 12.6 billion with Jesus God, but. Through projected a net profit of fifty-five million. <laughs> I mean, oh, fifty-five million in profits. In okay. profit, yes. I thought for some reason <laughs> I was spending twelve billion, <laughs> making fifty-five million. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that is a lot of money wasted. Um, yeah, and you know damn well they're not going to hit that. They're probably going to break even if that. Yeah, and then like, oh well, I mean, it says profit loss on the sheet. I don't know how they can figure out a profit and loss for something that hasn't happened yet. But I mean, for the most part, a lot of these are in the positive for like the past Olympics they've had. Okay. Like throughout the years. Even Rio. <laughs> Rio was pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Well, do you guys have any what other? Year was Rio. 2016. That feels like so long. Oh, Cause the, the world cup and the Olympics were the same year. Were they really? Yeah. So That's gotta be rare. final operating budget so. for Rio was 13.1 billion. Taxpayers paid 11.6 billion with the, two billion dollar loss yep saw that yeah that sounds terrible all right well do you guys have any other another 15 billion on the world cup so they didn't even just repurpose a stadium 15 billion dollars oh and that was probably mostly loss uh probably russia was 11.6 billion in the world cup and qatar the site of the 2022 world cup 220 billion dollars what one more time, please? You said uh, two hundred, yes, and twenty billion. Correct, yes. There are starving people in the world. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. yeah at least we don't have that kind of problem in America. <laughs> King Cone versus. Uh, Fuck you. That's the. That's I mean, the... I mean the FIFA coming over and fucking us over. Yeah. No. I got you. Do you guys have any of their final stories you want to talk about this week? I don't know, John. How's your uh, immense wealth doing with your? drumsticks i gotta gotta switch to king cone now wow he's trying to join us pores jason (laughs) i know right he's bougie ass ice cream trucks well thanks everyone thanks for drinking with us find us at hot takes and beer breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts cheers adios bye